Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Baseball news has been a little light since the holidays, to be sure. Uh, the tiny bit of news this morning. Is there? Uh, you might have seen that um, Diamond Sports Group, the oh. parent company of Bally's, uh, apparently getting rescued, pulled out of bankruptcy. They're nearly $9 billion in debt uh, with an infusion of cash from Amazon, uh, which is going to become a partner, a minority partner in their group. Uh, now, I do believe that will affect a number of professional teams, 11 Major League Baseball, 15 NBA, 11 NHL teams in which Diamond Sports, Bally, uh, has the broadcast rights. I don't believe this affects the San Diego Padres at all, though, Woods, in that they had already abandoned their agreement with the Padres in, remember, in the, what, about May of last season. Yes. When they didn't make their rights fee payments and Major League Baseball and the Padres took over production of the telecast i don't think they can get that back the the deal is broken it's over so it's my understanding that this will not affect the padres at all it could affect other teams though and uh, keep some of the cash flowing so for some of the regional sports network deals for other major league baseball clubs but when you phrase it like it won't affect the padres that's a bad thing. We want it to affect the Padres. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would say, effect typically it, means, oh, whew, we've dodged a bullet it, there. It always depends on what else you've got in the works. And That's can true. You, can you make up for it and do something better? Um, it, uh, part of the deal means that Amazon Prime is going to be able to carry, I guess, some of the Bally's regional games. Okay. So you'll be able to see them uh, from other teams, at least, that have Bally's through there. So that's a little bit of baseball news this morning for you but again it's been pretty pretty quiet since the holidays and not a ton of free agent signings maybe one small trade you had that dodgers cubs trade there hasn't yeah. been a lot going on yet very so. quiet luckily okay. we're at fantasy camp this week you know you know who's not quiet who is uh, not at quiet? all the great gary templeton is not quiet at all he's he's boisterous he's loud tempe welcome to the program welcome back to ben and woods it's good to have you hey thanks for having me it's good to see you yeah it's always good to see you guys you, you look good I'm trying. And the know. arm looks good? <laughs> I'm doing the best I can right, right now for my age, you know what I'm saying? Now, it's funny because he gets on the radio and he plays like this sweet, kind, <laughs> like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> on the field, dude, he is, he's chewing your ass out the whole time you're out there. Like, he's getting on you. And uh, it's always great to see Tempe out here, one of the, uh, the slickest fielders ever to, to wear mm-hmm. a glove. How much work did you put in on your game defensively every day, Tempe? 
Well, I always came out when the pitchers was hitting. And the pitchers hit for, I think it was like 30 minutes. So I put in a full 30 minutes of just working on my defense. But then again, when the uh, extra man, as we called him back in the day, came out to hit, then that's when I worked on my jumps on the balls when they would try to, you know, hit the ball up the middle or they pulled it, you know. Reading it off like the bat that. and stuff. Yeah, because it's. Getting better reads and stuff like that. But the actual work was done during uh, when the pitchers hit because, you know, the pitchers, some of them made contact, some of them didn't. So we, <laughs> we had a lot of, a lot of time to feel a bunch we of balls. We don't have to worry about that anymore in baseball. Right, right. You don't have to worry about it now. So that means that you get guys hit longer, I guess. Because it's one thing, Ben. I'll tell you guys right now, Paul, you know this to be true. It's one thing. Tempe and Flan hit me 500 fungos in the last two days. No problem. Got every damn one of them, picked them up, made the throw. Right. First one comes in the game, pick it, airmail it. And it's just a different game entirely when, when there's actual action. But uh, having these guys out here to kind of coach us through it and, and teach us what we're doing wrong is, is pretty special. So let's. T- I know tonight is uh, the night in there we're going to talk about uh, the 84 team. Ben is going to be your moderator. Uh, okay. I will tell you right now. He will cut you off if you go too long. That's what he does. <laughs> he will move you right along. But uh, how cool is it to see some of your old teammates and, and get to relive some, some of those war stories? Well, you know, it's been great. I mean, I was excited when I seen the lineup, uh, when they sent it to me, emailed it. And I was like, wow, because I hadn't seen DeVecchi in years. Uh, hadn't seen Lawler since, uh, you know, he left the, 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 the Padres. So that's been over, what, 30-something years. Uh, Goose, I've seen him off and on. Kennedy, hadn't seen him in quite a while. So I was just happy that I was going to be able to see some of the guys that I played with in 84 in the series and, you know, trade war stories. When you guys showed up uh, to Yuma spring training in 1984, did you have an idea that, you know, that team might be something special? Was that in everybody's mind that year, if you remember? Yeah, we, we knew we was going to be special. We What we did was, is well, what Jack McKeon did, well, Jack went out and got Goose, got Craig Leffers, and he got Greg Nettles. No, those were the pieces that we needed. <clears throat> got Carmelo Martinez. Um, and uh, But for the most part, the team was already set. Jack had set the pitching staff uh, the couple years before with Shaw, DeVecchi, um, Hawkins, Thurman. Whitson. Well, he went out and got Whitson. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, but the, 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 the core of that staff, was all Padres minor leaguers. I, I think the quarter of bullpen was all from the from the system. So we knew that we was going to be a good ball team. You know, we had Garvey, and the only thing we didn't have was a second baseman. But Wiggins transitioned to second base, and so was he I, playing shortstop in the minors, or what was no, he? No, he was an outfielder. He was an outfielder and went to second base. I yeah. didn't remember that. He was an outfielder. Um, him and Tony Gwynn. They called uh, Wiggins and Tony Gwynn and Meg Reynolds up that year and that's the year that Rupert Jones got hurt and I think Gene Richards maybe had got hurt and then they put Tony and right and uh uh Wiggins in uh, to- Tony had played some center coming up as well and then he moved over to right yeah and, he moved to right and Wiggins yeah. moved to second base he moved to second base that spring training Dick Williams had him go and every day what he did was work on his game he spent the bulk of spring training, turning double plays. Uh, me and him was out there every single day turning double plays. And, and Wiggins, I mean, he caught on fast. He was, a, he was an athlete. So we knew we were special. 
because we, we knew we could get on base and, and, and pitching. See, and that's the one thing we knew we could pitch. I mean, we had tremendous pitch, our bullpen. So we knew that uh, it was going to be uh, a good year for us. Man, when you watch the game now, Tempe, and it's, I, I still, it still blows my mind. Uh, I became a baseball fan probably when I was about 10 years old, a, a hardcore baseball fan. Mm-hmm. And I still remember the days of guys running in, you know, you're, you're turning one, and here comes somebody, and he doesn't even get down. He just goes right for your knees, rolls you up, and you make the throw, and you get up and go back to your position. You do that now. We saw what happened last year. Tim Anderson <laughs> gets in a fist fight with Jose Ramirez because he came in just a little bit hard. Just a tiny, tiny little bit hard. Uh, the game obviously has changed. What do you think about, do you think it's smart, uh, some of the changes that they made to baseball? I don't. Uh, my personal, I, I just think it makes the players soft. Softer? Yeah, they're more softer because. Is it them? I wanted to ask this question. Is it the players or is it the organizations trying to protect pretty sizable investments or is it maybe a combo of both? You know, it might be a combo of both, but. You know, these guys now, they, they don't want to be touched. Yeah, for sure. And when I played, it was like if you was on first base and you didn't get your butt down there to take out the second baseman or shortstop to give you guys an extra and out, then, you know, you got reamed by, you know, <laughs> not the managers. You got reamed by your teammates, teammates. the veterans. Yeah. Because it happened to me my rookie year. I ran down and I just veered out Peel of the line. Off. And when I came to the dugout, it was like eight veterans. They stopped me and told me, you too fast to be veering off. You got to get down and knock somebody on their rear end. And I just think it just makes the game too soft because now double play, you can't touch a guy. What if, I mean, it's I, almost I, a guaranteed double play right now. If you get a grounder, yeah, you know, it's, it's almost guaranteed. It's guaranteed yeah. because you can't touch him. Can't touch him. And then these infielders, they're so soft. If you do hit them, they want to fight. Wow. <laughs> get the heck out of the way. Learn how to play around the bat. I love it. I think to be fair, this isn't a baseball-only issue. In hockey, they've taken pretty much fighting out of the NHL yep. game. Football. In the, in the NFL, if they saw if quarterbacks from – 30 oh. years ago, saw how they protected quarterbacks mm-hmm. today. You can't tackle them below the knees. You can't tackle them above the shoulders. You can't shoulders. push them after they throw. You can't do anything at all. This is the sports. This is how sports are just conducted, especially as we talked about with the incredible investments and contracts they're putting in players. They don't want to see some guy go on the injured list for six months when they're paying him $30 million a year. Sure. Yeah, but they can still learn how to play around the bag. Yeah. I mean, even though it's not $30 million that we got paid, but the money, you know, at that particular time was great. And we just had to learn how to play around the bag. Yeah, for sure. Because I was telling some guys about that. Uh, some of the players here asked me, and I told them one year, Dave Parker told me he was going to get me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd be scared to death. I mean, come on, here's a guy 6'5 bearing down on you. The Cobra. I got the ball. I released it. He hit me. I turned to double play. And he just told me I was tough. You know, I got up and went back to short. That's amazing. You know, I mean. What a story. (laughs) That's the way the game was. Yeah. Respect. Well, infielders learned how to play around the bag. Yeah. Without getting hurt. Now, the only time you got hurt is if the other infielder took his time getting the ball to you. So it was always the feed. The, yeah. yeah. Like a quarterback who throws it over the middle when the linebacker is ready to drill the receiver. <laughs> you got you to get there fast. You got to get there so, fast. Yeah, you so can't, you know, the get thing drilled. was is when you, if I got the ball, I gave it to the second baseman. 
then he could do his thing. But now, like you said, I see guys take their time, fire, catch it, fire. I mean, double play. So, I mean, I don't really like a lot of the changes because to me, when I watch the game, it's just not the same. Yeah, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the same or anything. So, for a lot of us veteran guys, it's, it's kind of hard to watch because, you know, it's, it's just not the same. You don't get the same feel. Sure. No, it, it makes sense. And, and, you know, we talked about it. And, and you know, I, I certainly respect the new way, and I respect the old way uh, tremendously. Yeah. You know, that's how we grew up watching it. I do think, you know, personally, I like to see my guys on the field. And, they, and if they don't know how to play around the bag, I'm glad that they're not playing around the bag anymore because that's, mm-hmm. like you said, like that's when they do get hurt. Um, as far as, as guys, are there any guys uh, in the big leagues now that you watch and say, he would have fit. He would have. He would have worked back in in our time. Well, it was a. It's a ton of them. I mean, you know, I uh, can't remember a lot of the guys' names that are playing now because, to be honest with you, I don't watch. You don't that. watch a lot. I don't watch a lot because it's not the same. I don't get the same feeling. But I love Fernando Tatis the way he plays. I would say that he could play with us anytime because when we played, we had to run the first base. I watch so many games now, whether it's the Padres, Dodgers, whatever. Guys don't even run the first. Sure. You know, Dick Williams would take you out the game. Didn't matter who you were. Oh, it didn't matter. <laughs> Dick could tell you in a minute. He said it doesn't. It doesn't cost nothing to run four times the first base. That's a good point. You know, it doesn't cost. <laughs> it doesn't cost nothing. Yeah. You know, you hustling. You help your team. Tatis, you know, to me is a, a fire starter. To watch him play, you know. I get inspired because I see him hustle, take the extra base. He does so many things that uh, to help a ball team out. Well, you've done so many things to help our ball clubs out here. We're so happy to have you out here at Fantasy Camp, and thank you for jumping on with us again. It's always a pleasure. Not a be. problem. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate you. Gary Templeton, 1984 Padres. Again, 40-year anniversary this year. And uh, my guess is we will be seeing some of these players out of Petco Park with some uh, fun events the Padres are going to be planning throughout this year, this uh, 40-year anniversary of the 1984 championship team. Usually right now we play Take on Woods. Uh, We told you yesterday we are not going to be doing that this week here on Remote. If we did, it would be brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It only takes 15 minutes. You don't have to get out of your car. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. I will have more 1984 Padres trivia, though, for you later with a chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. So stay tuned for that in the second half of Ben and Woods. Uh, we'll come back. we got more guests coming up. Uh, what do you have this morning? You guys, team pictures. Yeah, we and got then, oh, kangaroo You're here, though, the whole oh, kangaroo court. I was told, bring my wallet. I know Paulie. I heard a potential fine when yeah. I was just out there watching for a little bit yesterday. <sighs> Paulie and I are going to get, get hammered. Oh, yeah. in, uh, I wish so much I could bring a camera in to show you guys what kangaroo court is like. But that they, would violate the sanctum. They would behead me. That would be, That's a, actually, that would the be fine another is, kangaroo court fine. Oh, no. Like I said, they'd behead you. There's a guillotine <laughs> back there. They'd drag you to it. You, it's sacred in there. It's extreme. It's way extreme. All right. We'll come back with more of that after a check of traffic. Ben Woods live from Padres Fantasy Camp. Peoria. Arizona on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink 
think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Oh, and we're doing Don't Do This, too. Wow, this is just That's my fault jumped right for, into it. Uh, That's fine. Are, are we? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry yeah. about that. Here yeah, we go. We all got ran, it. We're yeah, this is a Don't Do This for oh, us. God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I'll get us started on Don't Do This. <laughs> okay, <today>. sounds <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> the least uh, prepared. Like, so we had, um, we had Darko, remember, last week, coach of the uh, Toronto Raptors. Correct. his epic rant. This, this is complete... A complete this is crap. a complete crap. complete crap. This is complete crap. So uh, after that, Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings had a pretty epic rant himself that involved the use of uh, video clips. Had a laptop. Had a laptop to show reporters how referees were uh, incorrectly calling. And uh, Mike Brown, unfortunately for his family, and this is the don't do this, he said, well, now we were going to go skiing during the All-Star break at the uh, Ritz-Carlton in Lake Tahoe, but... I can't afford it anymore. That's thanks a bit. To the 50, it is a bit. That's a bit. the $50,000 fine. But it's funny. He said, we're just going to have to skip. Unless the Ritz is willing to give us a discount, I don't think we can go on vacation anymore with our family. Because I was surprised. he got So he got twice as much as Darko did. That's crazy. Because Darko was talking about conspiracy theories yeah. and the you know refs being on the take, I basically. I think maybe the props. The use of the video, props, and the will props get you. probably got the uh, the extra twenty five grand tacked on to his fine. But uh, NBA coaches have been not so happy about the refereeing of late and taking it to uh, further and further extremes in their post game press conferences. Well, uh, thank you, Benny. This one this one made my heart hurt. Uh, legitimately, I like recoiled when I saw this. It happened over the weekend. They were doing. Uh, in Chicago, they were inducting uh, Jerry Krause, former GM of the Chicago Bulls, the architect of so many championships and great teams. Uh, they were inducting him into the uh, Ring of Honor there, there um, in, in Chicago, and his wife 
came to, you know, be there and, and wave. And the booze rained down upon her. Um, and it was, it made my, it made me like sick to my stomach. Now, I have seen all sorts of, of theories saying, well, listen, this is because of the last dance and all that. Um, it really wasn't. There's, there's plenty of video. I lived, so I lived in Chicago at the time um, and was there through, I think, three championships. Jerry Krause got booed all the time. He got booed in their ring ceremony in 1997. In the, in the middle of in all of it. In the middle that. of all of it. So this isn't me going to bat for Jordan and the last dance. They certainly portrayed him. Jordan was not a fan of Jerry Krause, and I really don't think many of the players were. And what he did to Phil Jackson was odd. It was odd to say Remember, the Michael Jordan was not a saint no, in God, all of no. this <laughs> either. No, 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 no. Obviously, it's not like Jerry Krause made Michael Jordan's life easy either. I know. You know, so it, it's... They didn't like each other, but uh, but but for his, his wife, his wife, his widow, his widow. It was so you saw her just, just kind of shake her hands, like she couldn't believe what was happening. Um, I believe it was Jalen Rose that came over, or no, it was Ron Harper. Ron Harper, Jalen Rose came over, put his hand on her shoulder, kind of tried to calm her down. A a sweet moment in a very very sad moment. Um, there's a rule though: don't boo kids. Don't boo widows. Correct. Right? That's That should be a fairly, for even an arena crowd, even a, a wild arena crowd, that should be a uh, just a always don't do this. Yeah. All right. Uh, do do this. And now I'm really going to catch everybody off guard here. Um, and I don't know if we can play the audio. You sent it to Frank. But our friend Brett Boone Ooh, yes. has... A pretty uh, amazing guest coming up on his next podcast. Frank, you correct? Got, you got that audio ready? I do. Okay, ah. so Brett Boone, we're out, I'm out here at Fantasy Camp, and Booney was here last year. He's an awesome, awesome coach, awesome dude to be around. He does a, uh, a podcast on Odyssey as well. Um, it's called the... Boone Approved? Boone Approved, no. It's Brett Boone Podcast? the Hot Corner something. Remember that we just did this bit. Taking two with Brett Boone. Let's get no. the name right before we play the clip. But he scored himself a uh, the Brett Boone podcast. Brett Boone oh, podcast. What a great name! Great name. Just keep it simple. <laughs> he had a, he got a great guest. He grabbed Dion Sanders, Prime Coach Prime, for his podcast. He texted me. He goes, "Hey, just had Prime on. If you guys are more than welcome to play these clips, the full podcast drops on." I believe he said Thursday or Friday. He, I said, do you want us to wait? He goes, no, play it now, and you guys can go and listen. But this is Deion Sanders when Booney asked him, so NFL is your next step? This is him talking about whether or not he's going to make the jump to the NFL. Jackson, now Boulder, NFL one day, is that in your, is that in your future? That's not my card. No. That's, that's, that would be tough for me to fathom uh, grown men making millions of dollars that don't want to play. You know how we felt about some guys. Yes. Didn't yeah. want to play baseball. Like, you want to take the day off? Why? Why? You get compensated to play baseball. Why do you need a day off? I right. can never get over that with teammates. Like, you got to be in there every day. All the time. And you was you was known as that gritty dude that just loved to play the game, man. And I and I appreciated that about you. Yeah, so he, that's, that's his combo with him. He also talks about uh, Nick Saban and, and, you know, how he thinks Nick Saban is the greatest of all time. And uh, just to really, from the three clips I heard, I'm like, I'm fascinated. Dion's already in the back-in-my-day age. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Dude, you don't need a day off. Yeah. You're playing football out there. Well, now, Dion would go from one game to another in the same game. Same game. Different sports. Yes. Yeah, so Dion, uh, I don't know. I remember him, though, having turf toe issues quite a bit. And I 
think, I think, if memory serves, I think he played through them. Uh, but it uh, should be a really, really good interview, and it kind of answers the question, is Dion going to make that jump? Uh, to the NFL next. doesn't sound like he wants to in the slightest. Um, and, you know, we'll stay in Colorado for as long as he wants to. He's going to ride his own ticket Now, remember, he, he finished last in the Pac-12 this sure. year. Yeah, I mean, they, he, he it was, it was their, his first year there. They'd won one game the year before. This guy, he just pulls it out and just pees on everybody's accomplishments. Well, I, I'm, not, <laughs> well I, I'm not saying that you don't get... Baby steps. I'm not saying you don't get a, a chance to turn it around, but generally coaches that finish last in their college conference aren't the ones the NFL teams come knocking on their door yeah, right I mean, it's, away. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. But, I mean, I think he's saying even if, even if he ripped off, you know, 13 wins next year, I don't think it's a yeah. jump he's going to make. It's not Dion's fault that the reaction to what he accomplished early in the season was far outsized for what it really was. No it doubt. Was, it was a, a cool upset win over TCU, yeah. which turned out not to be a great TCU team this year. A really exciting win over a mediocre Colorado State. Yep. Uh, come back, you know, oh, double overtime, whatever it All was. All the trash talking between yeah, the coaches. Opponent. Amazing. And uh, and then things started to pretty much devolve into a, a fairly pedestrian, not-so-great season for Colorado. It's just the the sequence and the the media climate was right for everyone to jump on the Deion Sanders train. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. I think he was a great hire for Colorado. Um, but, yeah, last season was not necessarily a great season no. for the Buffaloes. No. And you got to keep that in context. Better. Yeah, better than it was. Better than it was. And, and you take baby steps moving forward. And that is uh, don't and do do this in one of the most um, haphazard. Un- haphazard and unprepared fashions that we've ever done. <laughs> That's, for a say, Wednesday. that's saying a lot. Well, let's break early. Let's give Andy Ashby all the time he yeah. needs oh, for story time. Yes. He is the ringleader of Padres fan camp, the biggest jokester here, and I cannot wait for the stories that he tells. We have one story that's a tradition. tradition. He it's tells like, it uh, every year. It's like the Terminator at the Christmas show. Exactly. You have to tell the story. And then he said, I think I got another boat story for you guys. Right, he doesn't want to hear that. All right, that's all coming up next. Do not go away. You don't want to miss Ash here with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Off with Boomer and Valenti every Friday at 7 p.m. right here on 97.3 The Fan and on the free Odyssey app. Boomer Valenti give you their NFL picks, preview the 
Uh, playoff games this weekend, all of it coming up on Fridays. It is presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Andy Ashby just sat down. We're going to get to a conversation with uh, the best storyteller at camp. He's, he's, there, he's, saying? he's yeah. up there, man, for Right sure. there, coming up right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. And we're joined right now by uh, one of the keys to the 1998 Padres uh, run to the World Series. Uh, was on the team from 1993 through 1999. We are joined by pitcher and one of the camp coaches here. Andy Ashby is with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Ash, good morning to you. Good to see you. Good morning to you all. Thank you for having me. Uh, it is. He's a, he's the king of fantasy camp out here. He's been out here. He loves it. Uh, everyone loves playing on your team. Um, how's it been going for you guys so far? You know what? We played really well the first game, and I think everybody had a stroke the second and third game. Well, so. you ran into a, you ran into a buzzsaw in the second game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's pretty good arms here. So yeah, uh, you're welcome. You know what? We're having fun and. That's the main thing. The passion that the people have when they get here is awesome. You know what impresses me? And I watch the coaches out here and how they get into it with the players and really doing some actual teaching and coaching. You guys have played at the highest stakes, at the top level of the game, World Series. This is like the lowest stakes. Once you right? settle, settle down. But yet, Says the guy that doesn't suit up. Yet, you know? yet everyone <laughs> takes it so seriously. They're so passionate about it. I mean, these are just people who love baseball out here, and you no can doubt. really feel that. No doubt. That's the passion they have. They love it. They're living a dream. You know, it's fantasy world, you know. So to be able to go out there and try and teach them some little something, you know, every game, as long as they get better and they feel like they're getting better and they stay out of the training room, I think uh, – I think they enjoy the whole camp. It's really funny, too, because last year Booney was here, Brett Boone, and he goes, man, I got to tell you, I was dragging my ass here. He goes, I was like, oh, I had the time of my life. Jake Peavy, same thing, had never been before. He goes, I did not know how much I was going to love being out here. It's got to remind you guys, obviously not the talent and the caliber, but it's got to remind you of, of those old days. Oh, no doubt. It's great to get back with guys that you played with, that you watched play, hanging out in the clubhouse. That's what we do in the coaches' room. Yeah. There's so many stories that have been told back there ever since we uh, got here. So uh, it's been awesome. Um, having Jake as my pitching coach, you know, he's one of the best. So it's, uh, it's been a treat for me. Well, so there's a story that you told us years ago, and we've got a lot of new listeners on the program, and we've tried to tell it. It doesn't have the same uh, – it doesn't pack the same punches when you tell it. And talking about the late, great Ken Caminiti and uh, what happened – one sp- one spring training game. Tell everybody one of one of the best baseball stories I've ever heard again. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Well, everybody knows Ken Caminetti. God bless him. We miss him. Um, we we're we're in spring training. I think it was like the third, uh, second or third inning, and this guy is just Aaron Cammy out from the the seats right next to third base. So this goes on, this goes on, and. But, <laughs> Brownie and I are in the dugout. Here comes Cammy off the field, and he goes right to Boach and says, hey, Boach, take me out of this game. And Boach's like, why? He said, take me out of the game. Cammy walks out of the dugout, and Brownie's like, we need to go with him. Something's going on. So we go in the clubhouse. Cammy has all his clothes off, puts his um, street clothes on, and walks right up and sits right next to the guy. That was ragging him the whole time for like three innings, and the guy almost fell out of the chair. He didn't he, move. He, just, he didn't. But he was scared yeah. half to death. And Cammy just game faced him. Brownie and I were sitting behind <laughs> the guy, so Cammy wouldn't kill him. But 
It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, and I guarantee you the guy never ragged another player ever. 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 <laughs> it's it's one of the things you hear from from first time campers out here. Uh, t- uh, talking to Andy Ashbeer, first time campers come out here, and I was talking to a kid yesterday, and he was juggling gr- easy ground ball, kind of booted it. We were talking about. It, and I go, man, it's different, isn't it? And he goes. I'm never going to get on a player again. And I go, I know it makes you, it makes you look at it and go, all right. Um, I cannot, I can't bust these guys' balls for booting a ball because it's so easy to boot a ball. Yeah. I have to interrupt this regularly scheduled interview with Andy Ashby for a special announcement from the commissioner of the fantasy baseball camp, Randy Jones. Hand, go, Randy. hand the mic over. He's got an announcement to make. He needs well, to gentlemen, yeah. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Randy. Good morning. You know, and it's the commissioner and my coaches, and they all get together. Yep. Uh, something that we've never done in my 30 years of fantasy camp. There's a trade going It's on. happening. It's, trade. It's, it's happening. I told them the trade deadline was 9 o'clock this morning, and it came down early this morning. The net cutters have traded Steve Woods to the Skunks. For Joshua Smith. Woodsy has and been traded. I just, I just want you to know that these coaches, managers, they made these decisions. Okay. Terry Kennedy went on to, um, you know, Ash, would you do me a favor and could you read this? Oh, yeah. We've got a statement. Here, here, Woodsy, the neck cutters have released a I'll statement. Read yeah, want to read it? Read your own statement. I can't. I can't. The neck cutters feel that it, it's time to cut the cord with Mr. Woods. It's time... <laughs> With the team was contentious, and we feared he would not. He would vent his frustration on his radio show. We wish him our best in his future endeavors. There you go. Well, listen. <laughs> this, is, this is phenomenal. Hey, this is phenomenal. First time ever in fantasy. I'm camp. the first trade ever. 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 Go see the traveling secretary. He'll give you a phone number. All right. You call. You'll find. You'll meet your new manager. I want to really like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Gossage, Gossage comes in and goes, who in the hell's what? <laughs> it was great. All right, well, um, I'd just like to say uh, thank you to, to Terry Kennedy, uh, number one, and, of course, Dave Dravecki uh, for, the, for the opportunity. I uh, gave him my best, certainly, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to joining a, a team that wants me there and appreciates passion, hard work, Dedication. Hey, uh, that's what I'm going to. I'm going to give. That we're moving his locker right now. Yeah, they're, oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're right. going to move your stuff. Me out. You're going to have to walk out <laughs> of the clubhouse <laughs> and re-enter because you're you're no longer you with trading? your team. So you're traded. Yeah, yeah traded. So call your wife. Tell her you got to pack your. Is truck. that your team? Uh, oh, all right. Now, now we're talking here. Yeah. Tim Flannery, my new manager. I yeah. know he did, and I wanted him. Well, too. he's just excited. They didn't say they had to pick up a couple of prospects as well for them to take on your salary. So, so now, this is what it yeah. feels like. This is not a good feeling. I'll tell you right now, it's not the best feeling in the world to get traded. It's a, yeah. Hey, yeah. Woodsy, change is not bad. That's true. Go over there and work your butt off. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> I know it. It's like that scene in Major League. Hey, you may think I'm S now. But I'm going to catch on somewhere else. And every time I pitch against you, I'm going to stick it up. (laughs) Your barn door. (laughs) I love it. First trade ever. Flan, we're going to take it to him. We're going to let him have it. Thank you, Flan. It's nice to be somewhere where I'm wanted and appreciated. This now is the possibility now of uh, Woods versus Rindle. Woods versus Rindle now. Here we go. First time ever. First time ever. All right. I'm here for it. Whatever you guys need, uh, I'm here. I'm here to... uh, I've done my job. Good Thank job, you. Randy. Thanks, right. And Thank- you, you pushed that through, huh? Yeah, I yeah, rubber stamped it. Okay. <laughs> well, I, like I said, I, 
there were rumors. I had a feeling it may come down. I didn't think it was just going to be me, the only guy traded, but apparently uh, apparently that's what's so happened. So Brett Banta's in there around all those guys. I walked in this morning and said, hey, I need to talk to you. He's like, oh. Oh, did you trade him? Oh, you messing with him. Whew. All right. Well, listen. TK, thanks for the experience. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, I, mean, I, did, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. I look forward to uh, seeing you on the field. Oh, I'm going to wear him out. <laughs> hey, you know what you just did? You just poked the tiger, TK. Yeah, that's yeah. what you did. Yeah. You lit a fire right that's there. It. Oh, that's it. That's it. Man. All right. Well, that felt pretty good. Well, that's the uh, the Andy Ashby story. But you said you had another one about uh, the great Bruce Bochy. Oh, my gosh. I love Bochy to death, but. I went through a stretch where I was, like, getting pulled every five or six innings, down one, up two. I was like, Boach, I want to pitch. So I got to the point where I said, if he takes me out again in the fifth inning or something, I'm going to lose my mind. On the mound? No, I, I would never show him up. So, yeah, take me out. So I, here he comes and takes me out. It's like the five and two-thirds, whatever. So he takes me out, and I would set by Boach all the time when I'm pitching or when I'm not because he's very knowledgeable. So... I go sit down, I'm, p- I'm PO'd, here comes Boach. So I sit there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I said, why do you take me out of the game all the time, like the fifth or sixth <laughs> inning? You know, I said it like that, I, I might have, you know, I was kind of amped up. I didn't yell at him, I would never do that. So he didn't say a word. So I go up and the, the inning's over, I go up, I'm getting undressed in my locker, and Ho- Trevor Hoffman's locker is to the left of mine. So I'm taking my shirt off. I'm up there cussing myself and all PO'd. And all I see is this giant shadow behind my back. (laughs) And I turn around and look, and it's Boach. And he said, if you ever freaking show me up again, he said, I'm going to whip your butt. I said, I didn't show you up. So I'm getting yelled at by the manager of all managers. I have my closer that I love to death. Behind Bochi's back, and I'm trying to yell at Bochi, and we're arguing. All I see is Trevor Hoffman behind his back doing the big monkey balls thing. <laughs> and he's, he's going, you got big balls. You know, and I'm like, Hoffy, are you serious right now? But no, that, uh, you know, that's Hoffy. But, um, no, I, I have all the respect for Bruce Bochi. It was, uh, we didn't talk for a few days, but it was, it was good. I want to pitch. And he's like. There's you want somebody else I want one out there, but you, he said, but I'm doing my job. Yeah, you know? so for sure. Total respect for him. Have you uh, chatted with him since his latest World Series uh, yeah. victory? Yeah. God, man. What you a- know what? We're all on a 98 feed still. The let whole me, team. Let me get a thread. Let you me get see a text the thread. thread with 1998 <laughs> Padres. That's the 98 amazing. 98 Padres team. I bet That's amazing. It, I bet it is and required some stuff, reading. <laughs> some of the stuff that comes out is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. It, it's funny. Now, don't think that I. I'm, I, I'm terrible. I. T- I uh, I delete everything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably for the best, Andy. Well, I believe you. Well, you, any 98 guys out there listening, send me a text so I can show Woodsy now. <laughs> so good. But, no, it's uh, – I probably deleted it. But we uh, we stay in touch. We, That's you awesome. Know, and plus we have that Jackson Hole trip with Glenn O'Shea. Yep. And, uh, I mean, I've, half I've, the guys are up there. I've seen Boach the pictures, man. Oh, my gosh. It looks, it's incredible. It looks incredible. So, and I bet that gets a, a little wild from time to just time. Just a little bit. Yeah, I bet. You have uh, 70 guys together. It can get a little crazy. It's just like fantasy camp. Yeah, it gets a little exactly. nuts in here, Ash. Well, we uh, always appreciate you jumping on. I know you guys got meetings and 
maybe trades and stuff to yeah. get to. And I got to call my and wife you and my, my agent. <laughs> listen, um, thank you all for having you, me. Buddy. Appreciate and you listen, very you much. guys do a great job. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Ash. you guys and, take care. Thank you. Right, Andy we'll Ashby, 1998 San Diego Padres. <sighs> and uh, so you've been traded. Yeah. That's the first time ever at ever. Fantasy Camp. You're now on uh, Tim Flannery's team, Skunk Creek. And Paulie did not get traded. So have you now, have you guys played Flan's team yet? You haven't. That's still coming no, up. No, we have not. Now I'm on, on Flan's team. So you may have to face your old squad at some point. Yeah. yeah. Typically you don't trade a guy that gets on base every time he gets uh, to the plate and has scored every run on the right. team. He's too valu- Paulie's too valuable to be traded. Mm. Well, now we're mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. I can't believe that happened. It's, uh, you I'm know, like, what the hell is, the, does RJ want? He just like he's walks over. Just there it is. Here comes Joey Hamilton text, <laughs> texting in just to make <laughs> sure he was listening. Everyone's on the thread here. Hi, Joey. Uh, man, that is wild. That is what it's a wild feeling, Ben. I got to tell you, man, it's, it's a bit unsettling. Now you know what these guys go through. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. Yeah, unbelievable. It's a bit unsettling. I, you know, I don't know why why TK and I got off on the wrong foot, but uh, you know, clearly, clearly, it just wasn't a fit. It wasn't a fit. Which oh is, which man! Which is fine, man. Oh, I'm gonna. Woo! It's on. It's all I'm gonna say. Are you gonna be uh, putting too much pressure on yourself no, now? Though no. I, you know what? If anyone can get your mind right, I think it's gonna be Tim Flannery. There's no doubt. <laughs> he's no probably doubt. a better style of manager he's a better, for you. He's a better fit. Gonna for put me. you in the Zen frame of yep. mind that you need. Who's the manager? That is that uh, Arky? Peak performance. Yeah, Arky and Flan. It's. I mean, this is this is a big day for me. Big day for my family. Uh, you know, really excited about it. My, I'm gonna have to, you know, get new accommodations and all that. I really hope they don't move my locker. I like where my locker's at. I think he was joking about that, but <laughs> it's a weird feeling to be traded. Yeah, TK and I just we didn't get out, we didn't get off on the right foot. I think mm. he's a tough guy, man. Tough guy, tough guy to play for. That was so awkward. I love live radio though because we had just teased that story. Yeah. We look forward to it every year. Yeah, the Caminiti going into the bleachers story, and then Randy Jones just. Barges in. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was happening. But, yeah, Randy, you were talking to Ash. You got a winner. You guys just traded for me. Yeah, and and Randy comes and says, I got to jump in and make an announcement. Because I got breaking news. I got a big announcement. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden you see people starting to gather around. Like, they know what's about to happen. at Fantasy Camp just hovered around the setup here yeah to watch that breaking news, that big trade go down. They were all ready to see Woods' reaction. Before Jeff Passan or anybody else right had it, you oh heard it right God. here. On we finally have. We finally had tr- breaking trade breaking news. Trade we were the news. first. Usually <laughs> this breaking it, trade news. Usually they do it at ten oh one. But uh, well, I feel like I'm going to take the rest of the show off and go get ready. <laughs> I'm, you want to make a good first impression on your to. new team, obviously. Yeah, new teammates. To. You got to meet your new teammates in there. Oh, that was wild. That was wild. They've never done that before. Brandon says, who is uh, this Josh Smith guy that he got traded I'm for? Is he a top prospect? Too. Well, he's a good player. He's he, a good uh, guy. He's a good dude. He, uh, Josh, he's one of our, our – he's like our tier one doctor. He's an epidemiologist uh, and a really, really good guy. And his brother is Alex Smith, um, who obviously played in the NFL. And um, Josh is also a, a coach at Helix, uh, where Alex played. So – Really, really good dude. He's he's probably a bit more fleet of foot than I am, which is not hard uh, to, to do. But I just think I think ultimately my new skipper here, uh, Tim Flannery, I think it's a better fit for me uh, entirely. And boy, I'm looking forward to playing playing the uh, net cutters. <laughs> I really am. 
Ooh, then you know your new team's record so far. Uh, Are you I think, I think jumping? Did you move up in the standings? I'm not sure. I think I'm. I think, I think they may be one and two as also, well. Also, same. Yeah, yeah through yeah. three games. So, uh, all right, we got a couple of hours to go. Uh, I don't. Do you care about these uh, MLB now top ten lists that they've been? Putting out, I think you Xander know me. Bogarts was like number three on the shortstop list the other day. I think you know me well enough to know I don't get mad at arbitrary lists anymore. That one I saw yesterday, having Fernando Tatis Jr. below some of the guys I, that he was below was absurd. But yeah. I don't, I don't really get mad about they're arbitrary. Yeah, I was looking at it uh, this morning. I got the email, and they had top right fielders, top ten right now, and Ronald Acuna Jr. is number one. And I'm, okay, fine, MVP. No problem with that. And then I'm kind of thinking I'll see Fernando Tatis Jr. right after him. But, no, uh, Kyle Tucker is number two, obviously great player with the Astros. Then they've got Juan Soto. They moved him back to right field because that's where he's going to play with the Yankees at number three. Wait, he's playing right. Judge is playing center? No, Trent Grisham's playing center. I think Grisham's a fourth outfielder. I think Judge is going to be out there more often. And then they have Corbin Carroll at number four, and obviously he had a great rookie season for the Diamondbacks. And then it's it's Fernando at number five. To me, the only player that I would maybe pick over Tatis is Acuna at this point. I don't I don't think I'd want even Soto while a better pure hitter. But defensively, it's I mean you got a platinum glove winner out there in right field. There's just no comparison there in terms of all around right now right fielders. I think Tatis is much closer to Acuna than some of the other guys that he's listed in. But, again, you know, not going to get worked up about it. No, it's, it's, a, it's a list. It doesn't mean anything. Arbitrary list. It, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, I wonder how much it affects, you know, Fernando if he sees it. If he just laughs because he knows. He knows better. I mean, I don't want to disrespect any of the other players. No, they list. Players. All good players. Uh, is there any chance we can get – Woods' new manager on oh, coming sure. up here. Yeah, we're right, going to work our, on that. Uh, 8 o'clock hour is coming up next. We're an hour ahead. Ben and Woods, do not go anywhere. More from Fantasy Camp coming up on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 